0: O O double Oop D S T we are the first real black Greek sorority. So eat your E up, zip your Z Fi and skip that ski we almasara um, said O O double Oop D S T What's up confluencers? Do you know what today is? It's my Founders Day, my Founders Day, listen, yes, it is my Founders Day, happy 107 to the ladies of Dole to Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. It is a special episode dedicated to my illustrious sorority. We honor the Founders' vision and their tenacity to establish an organization over 100 years old that is committed to public service. I know you know the story, but let me share it with you. Delta Sigma Theta was founded on January 13, 1913, by 22 collegiate women at Howard University. These women wanted to use their collective strength to promote academic excellence and to provide assistance to those in need. On March of 1913, the founders of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated performed their first public act. They participated in the Women's Suffrage March in Washington, D.C. Delta Sigma Theta was incorporated in 1930 many are called but few are chosen and you're probably like how lord how can i be a member well membership has its privileges and membership is open to any woman who meets the requirements regardless of the religion race or nationality i've come across some caucasian sisters and they are my sorrows because they are duly inducted into my organization Hey, and that is what it is, but you can join through your undergraduate chapter, college or university, or through an alumni chapter after you earned your degree. So all of these women without a degree saying that they're going to pledge Delta, the answer is no. I, I just don't know how to tell you no other way, but the answer is no. You must have a collegiate degree, a college degree with your name on it. And not the one that's in your mind or the mall sweatshirt that you were going to buy. This is not like wearing an NBA jersey or, you know, a football team. We paid. There are rights and privileges. So don't walk around here like little Bootsy and throw on a sweatshirt to show us some love. You will mess around and be up the wrong creek without a paddle child. We take it very serious. But in all seriousness, my story of Delta started 1978. I was exposed to Delta Sigma Theta at an early age. My mom was initiated into the Alpha Kappa chapter, that's Houston Tillerson, in the 1970s. And as a child, I often wondered, what were those funny looking characters on her shirt. Fast forward, I go to college. And as a freshman at the University of Houston, there was no doubt in my mind about what I wanted to pledge and which women I wanted to be connected to on the campus. Because they were young women, some not even 20 years old, but they were running the yard. They were on SGA. They were on the student council board. They were dorm assistants. They were running it. And I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, that's it. And I made up my mind. I was initiated as a Delta my sophomore year. In the spring of 99, number four club, Jesus' homie of the 10 Marvels of Majesty. Gosh, those were the days. But I fell in love with the organization and its programs, particularly the five-point thrust that was established in 1955. One being economic development. Two being educational development. I guess that's why my love for education is so deep. Three, international awareness and involvement. I guess that's why I travel the globe. Three, <laughs> four, being physical and mental health. And five, political awareness and involvement. And I still hold all five of those near and dear to my heart. In my world travels, I've had the opportunity to meet some amazing women. They were already amazing, but the connection grows even stronger when we find out that we are members of Delta Sigma Theta. In October, I had the opportunity to meet some fearless authors at the Fearless Arthur Tour. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go listen to the Deltas of the Fearless Arthur Tour. What's up, everybody? This is your girl, Charlie Marco, here at the Fearless Arthur event in Atlanta, Georgia. And you know me, because I'm a Delta, I find the Deltas in the building. And I love connecting. (laughs) Come on with the Delta. We are interviewing Deltas. So I am about to introduce you to some amazing women that's in my circle. I'm going to start with you.
1: Hey, hey, hey. This is Dr. Tyranny. (laughs) Sorry. Dr. Tyranny, author of Level Up, Living on the Levels God Intended. I am also a certified life strategist and professional speaker. All right. Hey guys, it's Felicia Siobhan, author of It's a Whole Mood The Art
2: of
3: Unpacking and Accepting Your Wholeness. Okay. And I am Sara Fun, Strong James, author of Permission Slips Getting Guys Permission in Love, Work, and Life. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes, I mean when I found out it was some stars in the building, it shifted my energy cuz I know that we are destined for great things. Yeah, so tell everybody how you came up with your title and the purpose behind your book.
1: Um it's actually a very funny story. I um was in this season where literally 2016 I got oh, I earned my doctorate degree in May, got married in September and lost my job in October. And so I was on the phone with my friend, by now it's it's July 2017 and I was making it rain resumes and no one had you know picked me up and I'm like, I'm so great, what is going on? And was on the phone with my friend and was complaining. And I was just like, I'm the doctor of nothing. I was depressed. I was anxious. I mean, I was at my low. And it was in that moment that God spoke to me and said, What was that video game you used to play as a kid? And who was King Koopa? And did you go from the first level to level eight? Wasn't it some Goombas you had to bop and you had to rock the turtle and some enemies you had to beat? And I stopped and I told my friend all that God had just told me. And I, I can't even tell you what I said because the Holy Ghost just had my mouth in that moment Uh and so she stopped and said tyranny that is your book and you're gonna call it level up because in that moment dr tyranny just got my whole life together and i looked and i was like bye. i need to book me a job anybody got time (laughs) you know for that and so i sat on that thing from july until november My cousin, who had no idea this conversation happened, a week later started calling, Tierney, what a book? Tierney, I'm I'm ready to read the book. Tierney, do you know you need to be writing a book? And I just play stupid. Like, what book you talking about? I don't know, you know, but she was, Tierney, what a book, what a book, Tierney? Tierney, what a book, (coughs) that's fine, I'll write the book, you know. Sat at the computer because I'm not one to give my word and not follow through. So I sat at the computer wholly thinking, oh, I'm just going to give it the good old college try and nothing's going to happen. Sat down and in 30 minutes, I have the outline and the introduction that is in my book today. And it scared me. And so each day I just showed up to the computer and just like the prophet with the jar of oil and it kept pouring out as much as the woman had capacity with her jars. That's what God did with me with this book. I say that I was just the vessel. God wrote the book, I was just the vessel that He poured the book through. And in nine months, the book was born. Absolutely. 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 So you want to know what the book is about,
2: the the, the title and everything? yeah so it's a whole mood the art of unpacking and accepting your wholeness is really about my path to wholeness when I was in seventh grade I actually didn't want to live anymore I was at a, at a point where life to me just I didn't think that I deserved to be here and I was dealing with depression I didn't even know what it was but my teacher told my family and my family didn't know what to do with it we're young we're a Caribbean family living in South Florida and we didn't know as a family how to handle mental illness mental health or something like depression and anxiety and so what I I learned based on their response was to, when think bad things happen, you keep it quiet. You hold on to it. you And I subconsciously build a life on top of all that pain. And so a couple years ago, when I stepped out of a really toxic relationship, God took me on a journey on how to unpack all the different areas of my life that I had just stuffed in and not dealt with. And that process that he took me in really allowed to me to make something so beautiful. And so that's what I share with the book. I talk about my dating life. I talk about the relationship with my father, dealing with with abandonment and rejection. I talk about what it's like to to recover from sexual abuse and not how to create your identity on those things. I talk about dating and how my dating life was a hot mess. Um, (laughs) A whole bunch of bad dates. Um, And I also just talk about Seeing, your, seeing the little girl inside of you and how to answer and call to that little girl and see that with compassion um, I talk about mental health, self-love and self-care because we didn't grow up seeing that in our communities and it's something that we have to learn and embrace so that's what my book is about it's a path to wholeness to help you to accept your wholeness that God has given you because when you do, you become unstoppable
3: man, that's deep, that's deep yeah mm-hmm. Okay, after behind them, mine is gonna be super short, y'all. I'm telling you. My book is called Permission Slips Getting God's Permission in Love, Work, and Life. And I wrote this book in three days Holy Ghost written. Like the Lord said, write the book in 30 days, and I was disobedient. And He said, now I want you to write it in three. And I said, Lord, how? And he said, I want you to fast. And you're going to write the book in three days. And that's exactly what happened. What the book is really about is I went through a divorce. And as a Christian, as a believer, I was like, Lord, I, I, how, do I, how do I manage this? How do I navigate this? I was like, I wanted God's permission to get the divorce because I was miserable. But he said, why are you asking me for my permission now when you didn't ask me for my permission when you got married? And so that began me just reflecting on what else did I not get God's permission on and is that why I have been struggling in my life going in and out of things that where I, even even if you have success, even if you have success, there are some things that you struggle with, inner things that you struggle with where you're not in alignment with your purpose. And so that's what this book is about. It's giving God permission, but also getting permission. Because when we say our prayers, we give God permission for heavenly interference here on earth. When we say, you know, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So this book is half about giving God permission. Every day you need to give God permission for his interference on earth. And then the other half, like my sorrow said, jacked up relationships, toxic relationships, you know, And unpacking that, you know, and basically saying, Lord, do I have your permission to date this man? Do I have your permission to go to this school? Do I have your permission to, whatever it is, pursue this path? Do I have your permission to be at this fearless event that we're at? So that's what my book is about, getting God's permission in love, work, and life. And I have a work, well, it's like a prayer journal where you can write down what you're trying to get God's permission in. And then there's a scriptural signature that I say, like if he doesn't say yes, and give you a signature, a scripture to stand on, then you need to hold off. You don't need to pursue that until you get his permission. And when you get his permission, it puts your life in the right position. Mm-hmm. Permission, position. Yeah. Yes. 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 Tell everybody where they
0: can find you so they can learn more about you and your platform.
2: I love it. You can find me on Instagram at Felicia underscore rights. That's F-E-L-I-C-H-I-A underscore writes, W-R-I-T-E-S. And It's a Whole Mood, The Art of Unpacking and Accepting Your Homeless is on Amazon. So you can find the book there. And you can get
3: permission slips at encouragementincllc.com. And you can find me on Instagram at Fon James. That's F O N J A M E S.
0: That's it. There you have it. This is Charlie Marcos signing out. It's been wonderful. So good. So good. In 1908, you thought you were the best. But twenty two women wouldn't settle for less. In 1913, they wanted something greater. Your president walked out and founded Delta Sigma Theta. Wasn't that a great interview? Thank you to the sorors of the Fearless Arthur Tour. Now, Founders Day is not Founders Day until you have a good celebration with your sorors in your area. And I did just that. I stopped by the Founders Day celebration at 42.12 to get some insight on what sisterhood means to a few sorrows. Let's go listen to them. up everybody this is your girl charlie Marco. i'm here at the founder's Day celebration and i done ran into my favorite delta y'all you gotta love her tell everybody who you are
3: this is tori alexander also known as dr coco and i love this new delta that i have met baby <laughs> tell everybody
0: what sisterhood means
3: to you sisterhood is everything to me this is about african-american women loving each other respecting each other lifting each other up to a new level and you have never seen positive black women come together in such a united front as this baby you want some of this (laughs) you want some of this
0: (laughs) tell everybody where you were initiated at
3: i was initiated at columbus georgia Alumni chapter spring 11 number 48 dr coco dr coco yes serving it
0: to you baby i love her i love her Give us three words that describe
3: Sisterhood to you. Three words that describe Sisterhood to you. Sisterhood to me is love, respect, and uplift.
0: Yes, there you have it. What's up, everybody? This is your girl, Charlie Marco, celebrating my fearless founders. And I have some Saras here that is ready to talk about the power of Sisterhood. Who do I have the pleasure of speaking with here?
3: Why Keisha Hayes, a.k.a. Dr. Y. Dr. Y. <laughs> Dr. Y, how many Founders
0: Days are you celebrating? I am going into my third Founders
3: Day. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Let's talk about the power of sisterhood. Absolutely. What does sisterhood mean to you? Uh, Sisterhood is loyalty It is showing up with a tribe That have my back, I have their back And we trying to do this thing Called success together That's what sisterhood is Man, yes, successful Together Together, Yes, togetherness, the unity unity.
0: Right? Okay, so now We talking about unity, sisterhood
3: Give me three words That describe what Delta means to you. Oh, Lord, baby, that's a long time coming. So here we go three words um, it means legacy, uh-huh. it means uh, togetherness, and it means love. Okay, okay. Thank you. Thank you. T- say your words again. It means uh, togetherness, uh-huh. it means love, and it means loyalty. Yeah. It means loyalty. Yes, yes. staying true to the 22. So why do you think the 22 Fearless founders started something like this? One, they needed something different. And I say success um, because that's what we're about. We're about true change. Change, success, and making an impact. And that's what my 22 did. That's what my 22 did. That's what we're about. All right. All
0: right. On so, their shoulders. On their shoulders. And it's so much love out here We trying to get a quick little interview I have another doctor in the house Doctor
4: right, Dr. Michelle Renee Smith ooh, ooh.
0: Michelle, tell everybody The chapter you were initiated into Hey, The zealous Zeta Sigma the chapter zealous Zeta Sigma <laughs> chapter <laughs>
4: Spring 2002
0: Did you have a crazy big sister? Just one? Just one? <laughs> Maybe a few? Hey. Maybe a
3: few <laughs>
0: Listen, I mean, there's so much love happening right now. Hey, so tell everybody what sisterhood means to you. And just to
4: piggyback on like Keisha, have like, so, Sara's having each other's back. Mm-hmm. And just thinking like, if I need anything, if I can't get in touch with my actual sisters, we have the same mama, same daddy. I know I can call my Sauras, And no matter where I go, I know I can depend on my sorrows. So it's, if I'm not in Houston, if I'm in Port Arthur, if I'm in Beaumont, I'm in Los Angeles, I'm in Chicago, I can call a Sora and they're going to have my back.
0: Yes. So, what
4: made you decide to be a part of this organization? Oh, Lord. So, I grew up in a Greek household, mm-hmm. and so I used to go to all types of Greeks, Greek events, and I was raised by Soros. And so, when you are raised by the best, you just want to be a part of the best. Yes. And so, it was just no question in my mind. And so, I joined the Dell Sprites when I was a ninth grader, and that was a youth organization for Delta Sigma Theta. And so, I've just been doing Delta since I was 14 years old. So, this is just an extension of what I've been doing for A long time, but I'm official now.
0: Okay, all right. Give me three words that the sisterhood means to you. Oh, loyalty. Loyalty.
4: Loyalty Loyalty is one. I'm always loyal to my soros Loyal to Delta. I would say another one would be, well, having each other's back. I don't even know one word for that. Uh, Uh,
0: What would be a word for that? What would be a
4: word for that? Uh,
0: Come on, doctor. What's
4: what's the word for having each other's back? Listen, having love. each other's back yeah. love. 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 Cause that's, that's some real love that's, yeah, that's, that's love. unconditional love it Cause is. that's when you have somebody's back and it doesn't matter what doesn't they matter. do and you love them anyway yeah. and you're going to be there for them whether you know them or not as soon as they say they are a delta I'm there for you that's some unconditional love right there and that's yeah. what I have for my sorrows and so another one would be well it would be unconditional since I mentioned that one already one.
3: One. It's, yeah, just yeah. It is. it's just there
0: it's just there because it doesn't matter where you pledge that for me. It doesn't. Listen, it it, it, it do not matter. matter where you pledge. Yeah, because yeah, I got some friends that's uh, you know, from North Texas to you know Fort Bend. It doesn't matter. Long as you say you are duly inducted. Let me say that because we got some perps walking around. <laughs> yeah. Don't speak so Boosie, badass, wore a cap of shirt the other day. What? How do y'all feel about perps?
4: Well, hey, yeah, I ain't no, in it. That- that's not my style. I, I mean, I, I was blessed to be able to do it early enough. Listen, so I feel that I would need to do that. But my thing is, if I don't want to be nothing not, that bad.
3: Look, listen, either you, I are, waited, you are not. i waited 20, 20 some years. So if I could wait and not I perp, I, I think I don't all the other people
0: really are in school. Have you noticed <laughs> that some people perping, they were like two semesters in school? But listen, you it. Know, like the
4: thing with Boosie though, Boosie never said he was a captain. He was no. like, I'm showing
0: love. You have folks who are out there living a whole life.
4: And so, I mean, there's a difference between I'm showing you love and I don't realize that I can't do it to show love and I'm out here saying that I'm something that I am not. And
0: so I think that's another psychological issue. That's folks, another psychological, whole yeah. because that's, that's something deeper. Right, doctors? That's <laughs> something deeper. Because like I said. Delta
3: is deep. It ain't that deep. It deep. ain't that deep. Like, yeah.
0: That's like me lying, saying, like I said, I'm married and I'm so and divorced. Because I, I don't want to be something that I'm not. And
3: see, the difference is, we're we we make we're a part of making Delta. Delta didn't make. We, we docs. We community servants. We all these things before Delta. We just enhanced with Delta. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I thank y'all for talking to me today at the Founders Day Celebration. Yeah, give me your best. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You cannot slide into my sorority. You cannot RSVP into my Sorority, you got to pledge and pray and have a GPA. You got to shed a tear and have a lot up here to be a Delta. Ooh, whoop, ooh, whoop. The ultimate sorority. Man, listen, it's been 20 years and I still remember those call and response chants. Yes, I do. There are some things that I regret in my life, but pledging Delta is not one of them. One of the best decisions that I've ever made. Shout out to the young women who chose me out of the hundreds of girls who attended Rush that spring to enter their sacred sisterhood, founded on the campus of the University of Houston 50 years ago Shout out to my chapter, the zealous Zeta Sigma chapter. Shout out to my line sisters, the dope women, the physical therapists, attorney, scholars, entrepreneurs, human resource exec, fashion designer, moms, wives, who crossed with me, who rode that ride with me, and we are still on this ride together. Shout out to my neos, the young women, who are humble enough to carry the traditions of our chapter that were passed down by our founders of Zeta Sigma and the founders of the 22. Those courageous women who left a social group to establish an organization that is dedicated to sisterhood, scholarship, and service. And last, but certainly not least, shout out to my every everywhere. Whether you're rocking Christmas cream or not today, just show up and show out in everything that you do. Happy Founders Day, Saraz. Let me hear you say, what is a Delta? A Delta is what a actor ain't, what a Zeta wanna be, what a Sigma can't, what the Alphas like, what the Kappas love, what cute sci Q-Sci-Fi can't get enough of Oh.
3: Oop, 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 oop,
0: oop And my voice is out